Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, Whatever Happened to Tesla's Greatest Inventions? Okay, so it's not just Tesla's inventions. There's been, at least rumor has it, over 6,000 patents that have been filed that something just happened, and they could never come out. What's really going on here? Well, I'm going to tell you some things from a prophetic point of view that probably... Uh, few people will be able to tell you. If they're not a prophecy student, they probably wouldn't understand it. This comes to us from News Punch, August 3rd, 2022. Headline, Tesla's greatest inventions promised a bright future for humanity until the the global elite destroyed them. Now, there's a lot of different names you call this group of people. Global elite, deep state, Kazarian mafia, the international bankers. (laughs) Who are they really? Really? They are the Moloch and Baal worshippers. These are the people that Elijah battled with the preach-off where fire came down from sky and burned up the sacrifice and all the water. Same people that Gideon battled. This is the same people that Samson crushed by pulling down the temple. The same spirit is all behind it. They worship a cow, and they believe in human sacrifice. I know for us American Christians, it's hard for us to wrap our head around that. We cannot imagine someone taking their newborn child and putting them up on the hot hands of a cow that had been heated up white hot and frying that little baby to please God. We can't understand that. But that's what these people believe in. They believe in bribery, blackmail, murder. And if somebody gets in their way, they do not have a problem with killing them. They worship Lucifer indirectly by worshiping the cow god. Now, according to Benjamin Fulford, there's about a million of them on the earth, but those million own approximately 99% of all of the world's wealth. And they do not play fair. They do not play by God's rules. And the average Christian, how do I say this kindly? The average Christian is just a little naive when it comes to understanding real evil. They just they don't understand it. They don't get it. And a lot of reasons they don't get it because they don't read the Bible, because that's the ultimate truth. So it goes on to say, tasteless greatest invention promised a bright future for humanity until, I'm going to say, the Moloch and Baal worshippers stepped in to stop it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But I'm not going to talk about this from just reading this article in News Punch, which, by the way, I think is a very good article. But I'm going to talk about it from... Uh, what, 40 years of studying Bible prophecy, 30 years teaching it, 160 guest speakers, 330 DVDs we've made. So, uh, like one person said the other day, is there any topic you can't discuss? I said, probably not, because I'm, you know, coming up on my 79th or 69th birthday, and, uh, you know, Bible prophecy been what I'm doing for now 40 years. Okay, anyway. 73 years after the FBI seized nearly two trucks. Now, let me take just a second. I'm going to give you a disclaimer, because if I could really prove some of the things I'm about to say, I'd be dead. They'd kill me. They would. So I can't prove it. But it would have taken a mammoth documentation through the years to research and document everything I'm about to tell you today. So a lot of it, is from a way back, from conversations I've been in, some of them not public conversations with some very important people. 
Some of them is by the Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. But what I believe, what, what I'm going to tell you, I believe is really the truth. But on a lot of it, I can't prove it. So I'll just stop you right now. If you're expecting proof on some of these topics, uh, is, is go find something else to watch. But if you want to know what a guy I've been studying 40 years of Bible prophecy has to say about some of these things, I'm about to open your eyes. First of all, I cannot prove this, but I suspect that the FBI, CIA, ATF, and a whole bunch of those other alphabet groups are actually formed behind the scenes by the Moloch and Baal worshippers. Not to catch the bad guys, but to see that the really, really bad guys are not caught. They are controlled. Because that's what Moloch does. He controls. Remember that word, control. If you want to get this, if you want to understand what I'm talking about today, you've got to hear that word, control. 73 years after the FBI seized nearly two trucks of papers, one of the world's most famous inventors, the Federal Bureau of Investigations released the documents to the public. The batch of documents made available through the Freedom of Information Act also reveals Tesla did not die on January 7, 1943, but the day after. Okay, who cares? In general, the FBI documents revealed a number of details that changed a lot of what we know about Tesla, his life, his inventions, inventions, and his legacy. We know that Tesla was all about free energy and alternative power sources. Okay, hang on. Let's stop a second. Why would the elite these Moloch and Baal worshippers that want to control everything, that want to have all of the money, all of the control, all of the world, so they can put their man, the beast, the Antichrist, on the throne and cause everybody to bow the knee, take the mark of the beast, and worship him. Why would they not want to release free energy? Now think about it, just a second. Be reasonable. If you understand their goal is to kill anybody that doesn't take that mark of the beast, and they're serious, they don't care, I don't care what your age is. They don't care what the color of your skin. They don't care where you're born. If you don't want to worship their God, they will kill you. So why would they not release free energy? Well, see, if you had free energy, then you could live any place on the globe you wanted to. You wouldn't have to pay taxes. You wouldn't have to do what they tell you. And so you would be free. They can't allow you to be free. They have to control you. So free energy is a problem. Okay, what about anti-gravity? Why can't they give us anti-gravity? Why do we have to have all of these roads and these cars when we can actually float up in the air at the speed of light? We're pretty close to it. Why would they not? Because then we wouldn't need them. Then we could go where we want. We could be free from them. And they don't want that. They want control. Why do they want control? Again, they want to put their man, the Antichrist, the beast, on the Ark of the Covenant. And they want to require everybody to fall down and worship him. Those that do get the mark. Those that do not get the guillotine. If you understand that, if you can just get that in your head, a lot of this is going to come clear. So we know that Tesla was all about free energy and alternative power sources. Yes, we do. Despite this, the methods and design of Tesla's revolutionary vehicle is believed to match the description of people who witnessed, witnessed, disc-shaped flying objects or UFOs. Okay, now, in my opinion, based on everything I know, these UFOs are not coming from other planets. They're not coming from other worlds. They're coming from either other dimensions or 
beneath the very surface of our own earth. They are coming from the reptilians. Remember, Satan was the snake or a reptilian, and he tempted Eve and then, of course, Adam and then all the rest of it happened. These are people that are, they've lived for at least 6,000 years, maybe longer, extremely smart, and they do not have to battle with wars and things like that. These people have developed high technology trying to replicate God's power. Let's go on. It is believed that Tesla's UFO had eyes made of electro-optical lenses arranged in quadrants, allowing the pilot to see everything. Now, can we prove that? No, and I can't prove that. I've never even seen a UFO. But I have, I have an email. <laughs> and for a lot of years now, you folks have been sending me stuff in the email that is very interesting. A lot of it I cannot talk about. I cannot put it on the radio. I cannot put it on this program either. I, but I've run across things, testimonies. I've talked to people, and I'm going to say this. If you'll trust me, trust me for this broadcast, not to be able to back up what I'm saying. But if you just trust me, I'm going to say I believe that that's true. Can't prove it, but I believe that's true. In other words, they're in a metal object that can move at near the speed of light and they can see right through it. They can see right through that metal. Range of quadrants allowing the pilots to see everything, including magnifying lenses which can be used without changing positions. Evidence of such a vehicle can be found in an interview between Nikola Tesla and the New York Herald from 1911. He says, my flying machine will have neither wings nor propellers. You might see it on the ground and you would never guess that it was a flying machine. Yet I will be able to move at will through the air in any direction with perfect safely, safety at higher speeds than have yet been received, re, or than, re, than have yet been reached, regardless of weather and obvious, uh, and oblivious of holes in the air or downward currents. It will ascend in such currents if desired. It can remain absolutely stationary in the air, even in the wind, for a great length of time. Its lifting power will not depend upon any such delicate devices as birds has to employ, but upon positive mechanical action. In other words, they're talking about anti-gravity. They're talking about free energy. They're talking about a device that can fly through the air and never need refueling, never need it, and move it near by the time it has been perfected, had they allowed us to develop this, probably pretty close to the speed of light. Now, let's go on. That's number one. And I think there's, if I remember right, there's nine of these. Tesla's death ray. Prior to the release of the declassified documents by the FBI, many people argue that Tesla's death ray was just another conspiracy. By the way, the word conspiracy theory, guess who came up with that? Your FBI, as I recall. Could have been the CIA, but I think it's the FBI. And what do they do that for? <laughs> to debunk anybody that can't prove it. So... You could call this whole broadcast conspiracy theory, or you could call it somebody that actually knows what they're talking about, but is not high enough up the food chain to prove it. And if I was, I wouldn't be talking. Previously, it was believed that Tesla's death ray did not exist, and the FBI claimed for over a decade that none of their agents had ever investigated Tesla's papers, nor was the Bureau in possession of any of them. Well, why would they not want to investigate what they already know? They already know the truth. And they're just employed to see that it, the common person can't discover it until until they are good and ready to release it. 
and then they'll release it and it'll be wholesale and it will be accepted by most people. However, after the FBI published Tesla's files, we learned among the published files, a letter addressed to J. Edgar Hoover, the first director of the FBI, highlights the importance of an article in which Tesla speaks of the death ray and its crucial importance for future warfare. It was recommended that Tesla constantly be remained be constantly remain under surveillance in order to protect him from the foreign enemies. No, they wanted to make certain that nobody got the ideas he was coming up with but them. Now, I showed this a few weeks ago. Somebody sent me this in an email. I can't remember who it was. But it, it was when a couple of, remember all there was fires, kind of like it is right now, in, in California? The interesting part, I want you to look at this, is see those aluminum wheels? That's aluminum alloy. Aluminum doesn't melt to 1,200 degrees, but wood burns at like around 430 degrees. In other words, a wood fire cannot melt aluminum. Cannot. Throw wood on it all day long. You cannot melt aluminum. Cannot melt those aluminum wheels. But it looks to me like this took place in just an instant. Now, I can't prove it was a death ray that took that out, but I want you to notice the greenery in the background. So how did the car get that hot? If you'll also notice, there's here, look here. See this little ring right around here? See this little ring? goes right around, right around over here. If we knew the truth, probably what took that car out is probably some kind of a death ray it might be from a satellite. It might be from some kind of a spaceship. It might be from something down under the earth. I don't know. But I know this. It wasn't a grass fire. It wasn't, as you can see, what appears to be a grape orchard in the background. It wasn't a forest fire. So please tell me. And here's another one. Look at this. What did that? I don't know what did that. But I know it wasn't a forest fire. Cannot be. Impossible. Now, I know what you're going to say when you see this picture. You're going to say, ah, oh, photoshopped. Okay, fine, I'll give you that. It might be photoshopped. Matter of fact, think about this. How in the world could anybody pick, to catch a picture of some kind of a ray coming down from some point in the sky above? I mean, what are the chances you just happen to be filming at that very second? So, yeah, probably it is a photoshop. And probably these are photoshopped, too. But... What if they're not? And here's another question. What if they do have this kind of technology? Now, again, this is probably Photoshopped. And I do not have the expertise, nor all of the uh, computer whatever, to find out if that's really Photoshopped. I do not know that. I don't know. But I, I believe that that kind of technology is out there. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. Now, back in... Uh, 2003, as I recall, we had Eric Hushmed come in and he showed how the attacks of the two towers and Building 7 could have only collapsed from previously planted explosives in the building. He shows photographs and it's a very impressive um, presentation, which, by the way, back in those days, we could say anything we wanted to say. And if you want to hear something that'll roll your socks down, Go to WatchProphecyClub.com and watch this video. Your mouth, I promise you, you'll catch your mouth dropping open to some things he shows you, some things he tells you. Painful answers about 9-11. Anyway, so Eric's photographs also revealed that a global hawk surveillance airplane 
and one missile hit the Pentagon, not a Boeing 757. The photos leave one conclusion. The 9-11 attacks were premeditated and American self-inflicted. Now, Prophecy Club, back in those days, right after 9-11, had about uh, two or three speakers talking on that. So it kind of became kind of common knowledge to us. But I'm finding that many people have never heard that. So watch prophecyclub.com. You can also go to prophecyclub.com and you can still order the DVD. Now, this is actually from that DVD made in April of 2003. This is Eric Huffman. He's talking to the Prophecy Club. And these are some photographs he's talking about. Now, you and I, if we look at those photographs, we say, yeah, cloud of dust, building falling, yeah. But what he does is go through and show you, he shows you this little area right here and this little area right here are actually large chunks of the building. A building so large that that is actually probably the size of a, a normal bank building that's falling there, yet it never reached the ground. And he asks a lot of really good questions, and he comes up with a lot of really good answers. <coughs> Excuse me, but he says that basically what took out much of the towers was some kind of a death ray from the sky where they had one beam from the bottom, one beam from the top, and those, how do I do this here? Those beams met like this, and when they met, it disintegrated concrete and steel. And by the way, he wasn't the only one that said that. Now, this Eric Hushman, painful answers to 9-11. And I also want to say something. I, I just didn't have time to go research it. I know a lot of people out there like to do researching, and if I ever say something wrong, I get an email <laughs> letting me know, you didn't say that right. Okay, so I'm going to send you on a little bit of research here. Remember John McAfee that made that virus software? Well, he was in a Miami hmm, condominium, I think it was, and it was taken down. I recall getting an email that showed what appeared to be some kind of a ray from the sky hit that hotel and take it out. Okay, so there you go. Uh, See if you can research it. Let's go on, though. Number three, free energy and wireless electricity. With the help of funding from J.P. Morgan, Tesla successfully built and tested the famous Wardenclyffe Tower. The structure was a massive wireless energy transmission station, which, according to Tesla, had the ability to transmit wireless power across great distances. Tesla saw the Wycliffe Tower as the beginning of a massive free energy project. Now, we've seen pictures of this tower. I probably should have put a picture here, but... Okay, why is the tower torn down? Why did J.P. Morgan, which is probably, I can't prove it, probably part of the conspiracy, part of the elite, the Molot Ball Wizards, probably, I don't know that to be sure. But why would he fund what probably in those days took a couple of million dollars to fund it, then tear it down? Could it be that they actually did build it? And did discover that it does work. And then they said, oh, no, 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 no. We can't release this because this would give free energy to the world. And we can't do that. We have to control them. We control what they see. We control what they hear. We control the electricity. That's the reason we have electricity, because they are in control. If you don't believe me, two years ago when the big cold snap hit Texas and our electricity started getting cut off. 
Tesla wanted to use the tower not only to transmit free energy, but also to send messages, telephone calls across the earth. Why? They can't have that. They're not ready for that. They've got to control it, you see. The idea of free energy isn't really welcomed by big corporations or the Molochs either. After all, why give free energy to the masses when you can make the masses pay big time? That's not, they're, they're not interested in money. They have their own printing press. They're interested in control. So the guy that wrote this, bless his heart, did a really good job of researching this, but he didn't understand their objective is to put the Antichrist on the throne. Their objective is not to make money. Their objective is not to become famous. Their objective is to force every beating heart to bend the knee. Tesla's funding was canceled. Tower destroyed, along with Tesla's ideas of a world powered by free energy. I think they have free energy. I think they have anti-gravity. I think they have cloning machines, time machines. I think they can see into the future. Matter of fact, let me take a second. Just recently, there was a woman, and I'm not prepared to talk about this. I don't have all the research, but maybe that's good. Maybe that's all I need to talk about. There was a woman congressman just here in the last week that was killed in a head-on collision. And the person just came out of the lane and just ran headlong right into her and killed her and himself. Could it be that the Molochs have the ability to see into the future and saw that this woman was going to do some great good things, bad things for them, and decided that they were going to use one of their clones or one of their mind-controlled subjects to drive straight into her to kill her. See, if you don't understand that they will stop at nothing to get their goal, to stop at nothing to get the Antichrist on the throne, everybody, if you don't understand that, then you can't understand where they're really going. That's where they're really, really, really going here. Now, I cannot prove that it was the Molochs that killed that congressman lady. As soon as I saw that, I immediately, I think I even said out loud, they killed her. Because probably, probably they saw that she's going to do some great things, like for maybe one, one of these days she would have been President of the United States. And maybe would she, she would have brought great trouble to them. So they said, ah, we've got to take her out. So they send someone out to do a head-on collision and kill her. The idea of free energy isn't really welcomed by big corporations. After all, why give free energy to the masses? They're not trying to make them pay. They're trying to control them. On to the next thing. Tesla's oscillator. Now, we've talked about this a lot. He didn't call it the right word, but we're going to get the right word on it. The device was an electromechanical apparatus patented by Tesla in 1893. The device was popularly known as Tesla's earthquake machine after the European inventor claimed that one version of his device caused an earthquake in New York in 1898. I remember reading a story about this, that uh, he turned it on and it started causing an earthquake and he had to get an axe and go and cut the cables to it to shut it down before it just destroyed the whole earth. Now, I believe what that was, was scalar wave. See, that's how they can cause earthquakes. They can cause volcanoes. Large portions of the atmosphere get super hot, super cold. They can cause fires just out of thin air. I mean, it is the most wonderful weapon because you can't even tell who did it, how it was done. I don't even know if the White Hats even know where they even keep the scalar wave machine. 
Maybe there's even more than one. I don't know. Again, if I knew, I probably wouldn't be able to talk to you. In other words, the device could allegedly simulate earthquakes, which meant it could be weaponized. Some conspiracy theorists are convinced that Tesla's technology was later further developed as being used as HARP. Okay, now let me talk about HARP. HARP stands for High Altitude Aurora Research Project. We had a guy out of Alaska, which now I understand is running for Congress, come and speak at Prophecy Club. And again, I'm not prepared to give you all the detail on this. But we had him come and speak. And he talked about HARP. And we also had, um, 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 oh, what's his name? Bill Sneblin. He came in and talked on Russia's secret weapon to defeat America. All of these you can watch at WatchProphecyClub.com. WatchProphecyClub.com. And uh, it's said that the Americans have an error in their mathematical equations. And they couldn't make HARP work. Not a problem. The Russians made it work and perfected it. But now some people say it's not just the Russians that have it. More importantly, it's the Molochs have it. Okay, The people that live underground that are set on having their man, the Antichrist, set on the, set on the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And I believe that they have perfected this so that they can knock birds flying in midair, out of midair, dead before they hit the ground. They probably did take out the Challenger X uh, shuttle, but we can't prove it. They probably did take out the Thresher submarine back in, what, 1965. They probably are what has been causing the floods and the tornadoes and the hurricanes and the fires and the droughts. You can't prove it. But again, that's the beauty of this machine. Can't prove it. Let's go on. Tesla's futuristic aircraft. He says that he's worked on electrically powered airships that could transport passengers from New York to London in three hours, able to harness energy right out of the Earth's atmosphere. That's free energy. That's anti-gravity. So what he's saying here is, yeah, I mean, I, there's a way to make anti-gravity free energy. So can you understand what would happen to the world if nobody had to buy electricity, nobody had to buy gasoline, and they could just fly around, go anywhere they wanted to, all for free. Can you imagine that? Well, for us, we'd say, man, that sounded like a wonderful idea. Uh, but the Moloch says, no, we can't control you. We've got to control you to force you to worship the beast. On to the next one. Drones. Now, here's the powerful part of this one. you got to look at the date. The date is 1898. What? Because most of us have only seen drones in the last yeah, five years, ten years tops. But this guy's saying he had drones back in 1898. More than 100 years ago, Tesla invented drones. He says it was called the teleautomation. And the funny part is the government had this technology in their possession for over 100 years. Why didn't they release it? Because they want to control you. So he goes on to say, I, Nikola Tesla, have invented an apparatus controlling from a distance. The operation of the propelling engines, the steering apparatus, and the other mechanism carried by moving bodies or floating vessels. In other words, a drone. He has invented how to control a drone at long distances. Something I don't even know if we have today. Maybe satellite. Vessels or vehicles for carrying letters, packages. I mean, wouldn't Amazon love that? They're talking about doing it. Communication with inaccessible regions, exploring the conditions existing in the same. The greatest value of my inv invention will be, here it comes, in the effect upon warfare. 
warfare and armaments. For by reason of these certain and unlimited destructiveness, it will tend to bring about the main, and maintain permanent peace among nations. No, the Molochs got it, and they use it to control the people. We are controlled. We, we believe what we believe based upon information that the Molochs feed us. The full original text and diagrams can be found at the U.S. Patent Office, and I put that in there in case you'd like to be one that researches it and digs it out. Now, remember, Henry Kissinger is quoted as saying by many people, I might add, who controls the food supply controls the people. Who controls energy can control whole continents. Who controls money can control the world. That's the quantum financial system. They are putting up a new system of money to control everybody forcing everybody to take that mark. Number seven, propulsion systems for spacecraft and Tesla's dynamic theory of gravity. goes on to say, luminiferous ether fills all space. Let me say it again. Luminiferous, I think I got that pronounced right. Luminiferous ether fills all space. Tesla said that the ether is acted upon by life-giving creative force. Now, let me explain what I'm reading. I had to read this a couple of times before I really got it, frankly. But what it's really doing is explaining the whole understanding behind anti-gravity and also possibly med beds. I'll read it again. Luminiferous ether fills all space. Tesla said that the ether is acted upon by a life-giving creative force. The ether is thrown into infinitesimal worlds at near the speed of light, becoming ponderable matter. Then the force subsides and motion ceases. Matter reverts to the ether or form of atomic decay. He goes on to say, mankind can harness these processes too. If you harness this, this is what you can do. Precipitate matter from the ether. What's that? It means create things out of thin air. Create whatever he wants with matter and energy derived after alter the earth's size, maybe change your body so that in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, but death shall flee from them. Control earth's seasons, weather control. Guide earth's path through the universe like a spaceship. Cause the collisions of planets to produce new suns and stars, heat and light, originate and develop life in infinite forms. Are you catching what he's saying? So, if you may be saying, why are you telling us this? Because I want you to have your eyes open so that when they start pulling some of this stuff, saying, oh, we're aliens from another planet, we're here to help you, we say, no, you're demons. You are the reptilians. You are the guys that tricked Adam and Eve, and you're not tricking me. This is one of their drawings that Tesla supposedly had drawn up on how to make an anti-gravity machine. What does that look like to you? Hmm. Maybe that looks like a spacecraft. So what if these aliens are not from some other planet, maybe another dimension, maybe below us, but maybe what they really are is reptilians. Remember? Lucifer, that was a snake, has transformed himself into a being of light. Next thing I recommend you do is go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. We had only been with them, oh, two or three months, 
And I called her office one day. And I said, this is Stan Johnson with Prophecy Club. Oh, my goodness, Prophecy Club. We love Prophecy Club people. I was shocked. <laughs> she says, you're Prophecy Club people. We have people from other all over who call us. She said, but we love Prophecy Club people because they got their eyes open, their ears open. They know what's going on out there. We love Prophecy Club people. Send us Prophecy Club people. So if you think about getting gold or silver, here's the people to call. Just mention Prophecy Club. Okay, so this is the loaf of bread that I made. That's my kitchen counter. I actually took that picture. This is another loaf of bread before we cut it. Off to the left, this is a picture in our warehouse. Each one of those bags is what you call a tote. It's a four-foot by four-foot bag, about 2,000 pounds of wheat in it, and we got lots of them here. I think I've got another picture. Yeah, there you go. Lots of them, and these are old pictures. We got more than that even even now. See, each one of these right here, those are 50-pound bags. Those are all gone because <laughs> this is actually a couple of months old picture. And all of the, like this empty space here, this empty space, that's all gone. Matter of fact, we're not even getting them in totes anymore. We're getting them in what they call pro boxes. And that's 2,500 pounds per pro box. It has a little hopper on the bottom. We put the seven-gallon uh, pail below it, and we open the, uh, the, the hopper, and we fill about 200 of those. Two guys fill about 200 pails in about 20 minutes through this little hopper. And they bring it in the truck with a hopper and handle it all with a forklift. So it's become, it had to become very efficient. All right, now let's talk about Joseph's Kitchen. What you want to do, go to Joseph's Kitchen and you have to order yourself a machine package. In the machine package, if you can see, this right here is the grinder. It's called a mill. And then you, you put that along with the ingredients into the sake bread machine. Now, that's only the mechanicals. That's why we call it the machine package. Then you decide how much food you want. You want to have food one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. Another thing, I do not recommend that you just put this all aside, that you just put it away and forget about it. I recommend as soon as you get it, you start making bread. There is a little bit of a learning curve to making bread. Now, having made about 80 loaves now, I've got to where, you know, um, we're making some pretty fancy bread. I mean, it's really good. Uh, it's the primary thing that we eat around our house and all of that. But it'll cut your food costs. As a matter of fact, I think it's safe to say if you start eating this bread immediately, the, the, the reduced food cost will pay for it. So. You want to get either two people one year, four people one year, or six people one year. Then, if you're thinking that the electricity might go out, we have a solution for that right now, and it's our bread solar generator, and that's on a pre-order right now. If you go ahead and order it, I think you'll get it in two to four weeks. That's just a guess. I'm a little bit out of that loop. But I'd recommend go to Joseph's Kitchen, and this just shows you, yes, we got a lot of weight. We will send you to empshield.com. Now, this is the one that I'm going to put on my wife's car. And, yes, I've been a little negligent. I should have already put it on there. But here's the way it works. So it's got three wires. Red uh, wire goes on the red side of your battery. The black wire goes on the black side of your battery. And the green wire goes on uh, your, your auto body. Then you just peel off here, peel this off the back, stick it someplace. I mean, clean it first, stick it someplace. takes... Even if you're not mechanically inclined, take you about 10 minutes to put this device on your car. And that way, when the EMP hits or something like that, 
or some kind of sunspot hits and nobody else's car starts as several people have seen in their dreams and visions, hopefully yours will. Same thing can be had for your home. And if you have your computer or your bread machine plugged in to one that this is hooked up on your home, then the, the word on the street is that it protects it. If you'll go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount for that. And my understanding is that it, if you don't have it, it fries every computer chip in your car. And your car is pretty much useless because they're not going to be able to. Rep- I mean, there's so many computer chips in your car. They won't be able to replace it. Just throw the car away. Uh, same thing with your home. Refrigerators won't work. All your computers won't work. Anything that has computer chip, fried, dead, and it's not coming back to life again. So it's well worth the investment to try to protect. Like the old saying says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, they say. Let me refresh your memory. We covered this yesterday. In the Coverstone Dream, one of the headlines was entire communities poisoned through water supply. Okay, you get this? So the railroads and the trucks stop moving. There's no food. There's very little water. And then by that time, there's poison in the water all across the land. So he specifically was told Boiling the water is not enough. Well, that kind of lines up with what Leslie was told back in 2011. She gave a prophecy. She said, something is going to be put in our water system. Many people will die and get sick. You need a good, reliable water filter. So guess what we did? Well, Prophecy Club, we went out and we bought a large supply of Berkey water filters. This is the water filter that's proven. It's what the missionaries use. You can take water from the gutter, from a mud puddle, pull it off your house. You can take water from just about any place. You pour it in the top of it like a big coffee pot, and out the bottom comes clean, purified water. Did you know the number one cause of death in the emergencies? Not fire, not bullets, not sickness. It is drinking contaminated water. The number one cause of death, drinking contaminated water, because we have to have, we can only go about three minutes without air, but we can only go about three days without water. Now, about 30 days, those are the threes, three, 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 okay, about 30 days without food. So I'm suggesting strongly that you listen to what I'm saying. If you'll go to this, guys, go right here. I can't say the word. Go right here. Look up this. Watch this. It's about 45 minutes long, but you don't have to watch it very long. What he's saying is that they are putting poison in the water. Now, this came out, I don't have the date for it, like 30 days ago. Yeah, I've been talking about this for at least 30 days. What I suggest you do is go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here under Berkey's, and then this pops up. All of these Berkey's are now in stock. And the, Joe at our office says, be sure and say currently. <laughs> because as soon as you say this, we get all kinds of orders coming in. And it might not be in stock more than a couple of days. Yes, we've already placed two more orders for Berkey's. So we're doing everything we can to get you Berkey's. Yes, there are other water filters, but a lot of those need pressure. Look, in an emergency, you don't have pressure. You're scooping it out of a mud puddle, putting it on top of the Berkey. Clean water comes out the bottom. Now, you can get extra filters. I recommend you have extra filters. You can get a smaller one, a medium one, a large one. 
most of the people are getting the the imperial or the crown, imperial or crown. I have this one right here. This one I like. It has eight filters. It filters the water almost as fast as you can pour it in the top. It'll provide water for the whole neighborhood, just like you're going to have to start providing, providing food for your whole neighborhood, too. But then... When they come up to you and say, how'd you know to have this water filter? How'd you know to have this extra food? Well, I'm a prophecy student, and I knew this was coming. The Prophecy Club app is probably the simplest, easiest way to follow Prophecy Club that there is. If you want to get it, I'll explain how it works. Go to prophecyclub.com, and then if you're Apple, you click right here. If you're um, Android, you click right here, and this is what you'll see. If you're Android, it will look like this, and you download. You, you want to look for this symbol here. Download that and click Install. If you're Apple, you click, and it'll look like this. Then after you download the app, it will look like this. So here's the way you do it. It'll remember, you're going to download something that looks like this. So if you want to look at, say, one month, you click here. A past month or a past month, it downloads all of the, uh, the apps or all of the programs. You click on one, it starts playing. You can either watch it or listen to it, your choice, either one. And if you get a phone call or something interrupts you, it pauses, and then after the phone call, it'll start again. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.